And welcome to Saturdays with the Sloth with the Hyper Sloth Gods of Rock Zigzag and Rufus, the only guys in the universe smarter than me. Put your listening ears on because this experimental sloth cast is about to blow your feeble fucking minds. You on mute? Redirect some computer juice to the microphone. Yes. There you are. Here I is. So, anyways, what was happening there, Rufus, was uh, I've been playing. You know what? I've been learning to play bass with this. Really? With this application called Musician. Have you ever heard of it? I've heard of it. I've never used it, but I've heard of it. It's. I mean. <laughs> Remember the Miracle Piano Teaching System? Uh, vaguely. Was it on, like, VHS or something? No, we, I had it for our computers when we lived on Roehampton. Okay, right? I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I could yeah. teach you to do stuff. You know, I wish I had spent more time doing it, because actually it does a good job. The stuff that I learned on keyboard from that, I still remember to this day. It's not a lot, but I, I remembered it. And you know what's even funnier? Like, when I lived in the house before Roehampton, Mm-hmm. My, my sister's friend Jack came to stay at our place for two weeks, right? Okay. And he was playing the Miracle Piano System. He'd never played keyboards or anything before, right? Okay. So he was playing the Miracle Piano System, and I found out like three months ago he's a professional keyboard player, <laughs> right? And he actually went to the Berkeley School of Music after when he was like 30. Shouldn't you get some kind of residual... I'm just saying that's insane. I mean, that's a testament to this miracle piano system because my sister, I said, ask Jack if he started all that because of the miracle. And she said, yeah, he, that time that he came and spent it at our place when he was learning to play the piano and, well, I mean, it was organ. He was playing the organ. That's what sounded coolest on the miracle, to be honest with you. But, 
He decided that that's what he knew. He played in a band that traveled and all kinds of shit. You should send a note to the Miracle People. <laughs> he should. We're not a business like in 1997. But are you doing something similar for the bass? Well, yes. Yes, I am, actually. I actually ordered a thing for the piano. I started the piano. I'm like, you know what? Why don't I just learn how to play the bass? I'm never going to fucking sit down and play the piano. But you, you know, play guitar. Right, right. But I'm saying this is like bass runs, dude. Like today, oh. I, I'm learning like all of Layla. You know what I mean? Oh, like shit. along with the whole band, right? Like along with Eric Clapton singing and playing the guitar parts. It like, but it's a lesson. You know what I mean? It like does a yeah. small version of it and a bigger version. It shows you how it's putting the stuff together. It's actually pretty fucking cool. I it's wish like, you could just search any song though. They they don't have a lot. I mean, they have a lot, but go to uh. It won't teach you how to play it, but maybe as a supplemental, go to ultimateguitar.com, and they got bass tabs. Right, I know they do. So I was thinking about that earlier, that just getting some bass tab, because you know what I was listening to earlier? I was listening to uh, the Allman Brothers, Greatest Hits, mm-hmm. and I can't remember if it was Jessica or Sweet Melissa. Sweet Melissa came on, right? It's a total instrumental, and the fucking, like, for a change, all I could hear was the bass part. And I'm like, this guy's grooving, but it's like one, you know, one or two different patterns that he's playing, right? Yeah. But it sounds super badass, but, I mean, it's not – it's technical, but it's not as – you know what I mean? There's – it's – I don't want to – it's a cool instrument. I'm learning – I should have, probably should have learned to play bass when we were in hyperspot in the early years. Well, right? one cr- crazy thing about fucking bass that it'll teach you, because bass kind of bridges the gap between, like, guitar and drums. Right. Yeah, that does make sense. I never thought of that, but you're right. Yeah, and I think it locks in better with when the bass is really fucking nailing it, no matter how complicated it is, it's when it's locked in with the drums. You and know? that's what they call it. They call it locked in. That's like a real term. I, for I fucking believe it. I believe it's it. locked in. You invented it. It was already invented, but big deal. You probably didn't know that, so you just invented it. Well, I'm, I should be teaching you how to play bass. Truth is, I didn't even know that until like a week ago. But So I looked up Barry Oakley. This is a weird story. Barry Oakley, right? Uh, you know that Dwayne Allman died in a motorcycle crash. Yeah. Right? Well, Barry Oakley, the bass player for the uh, for the Allman Brothers, died on the exact same curve riding a motorcycle one year later. Oh. And he got hit by a bus on the, Jesus. Same, on the same curve where Dwayne Allman got in his motorcycle wreck. So, I mean... Suicide attempt, do you think, Rufus, or what do you think? I mean, I'm just throwing that out there. Maybe not deliberate, but maybe he was well, I'm sure he racked with fucking, night. you know, depression and guilt and mourning. And was like, I'm going to go down this old run just like he did and in and his it, honor. And then... Is to listen to that stuff, like the Allman Brothers band, and realize that those guys are like 27. I mean, they only didn't even live to be like 30. And you're like, damn, that's a pretty deep well you know, for for what we're, for guys that are 20-something years old. Spe- speaking of, this is kind of loosely related. One thing I've noticed about, like, older bands is even though those guys in those bands were in their 20s, their music was so much more, like, mature and serious than, like, bands now. Like, oh, I listen to, like, sure. like, like, metal music now and stuff, and all the lyrics just sound like sad, whiny, wimpy, 14-year-old fucking teenagers. Boo-hoo. I'm depressed. Me, me, me. 
you know? <laughs> I was listening to an Almond Brothers lyric today, and I can't remember exactly how it went, but it reminded me of Roe Hampton because he was talking about sitting around all day watching fucking soap operas. He made it sound more exciting than that, but that's exactly what he was talking about. He's like, you know what I mean. And he was saying something about the soapbox on the TV. I mean, it, I mean, it was, he was definitely talking about soap operas, you can tell. I thought that was funny. And I bet it was better written than anything that's come out in the past oh, yeah. 15 years. Like I said, he made it sound poetic somehow. Well, you know. Oh, speaking of great art, did you see Rihanna's uh, halftime show? <laughs> that it was good art. That was good art. Hey, I just want to say I was one of the people that called that she was pregnant early before all of Twitter started uh, asking if Rihanna was was pregnant. I said yes. I think Rihanna's pregnant. I just thought she'd had some tacos before going on. She probably did, but she just had a baby. Someone made a joke because look up who her husband is. It was a funny joke about him. Well, who's her husband? I don't fucking know. He's someone famous, of course. I thought you were going to Google it. That's that's your job. You're the producer. I'm the star. Your job is to to produce. He's famous before – or after yes. marrying Rihanna? I don't. That's a. That, you know what? That's a very good question. To be honest with you, I don't know. All right, let me look up. I don't. Even, how do you spell Rihanna? I've never really been able R-H-I-A-N-N-A, to get a grip on that. I A N N A, I believe. Just like it sounds. Uh, yeah, you you got no no yeah you did get it. Oh, I okay. nailed it. I saw the Super Bowl commercial. She was born in Barbados. Interesting partner. Oh, her partner is ASAP Rocky. <laughs> what someone said because she just had a baby and they said I guess we know why they call him ASAP he already has a baby in there that's a great line <laughs> See, there's some clever people out there I can appreciate that's some true. cleverness god damn she's only 34 years old and she's what a uh, she's a billionaire at this point oh I'm sure well I don't know about that I would like probably a half a billion you think I'm gonna look it up celebrity not worth not worth net worth I would love to see her versus ASAP Rocky would be an interesting dynamic. Okay. If you were a successful male guy, yep. Rich, and you married a successful female chick, would you just be like, you go do your thing. I'm going to, I'm going to fucking retire and yes. I'll just be the husband. Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, if they would let you do that, I know a guy, uh, his wife is a doctor and he's a stay at home dad for the last like 15 years. Kurt is his name. He's a he's a chef also, but he doesn't work as a chef. He just stays home with his kids. Big pot smoking guy. Probably be a, if you're talking stay at home dad, he's the guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've always liked the it name works. Kurt. It works. It works for people. I mean, I would have probably been good at it, but I missed okay. all that quality time with my kids because I was out there chasing the dollar. Quality time. Um, <laughs> Rihanna net worth one point seven billion. Shut the fuck up. Salary, $70 million a year. All right. Let's Shut see up. Separate. Are you sure uh, $1.7 billion? That's the website. That's what How the website does she says. earn that much money? Producing. ASAP Rocky's net worth is only $20 million, a fucking chump. Chump. Loser. Right. And half that's probably her money. It's his allowance. Well, it's probably tied up in their house, right, that they bought together. $1.7 billion. I am fucking flabbergasted. All right, maybe I should have taken the Super Top Bell show a little more fucking seriously because apparently she knows something I don't. 
She has 1.7 billion. I have 1.34 billion. So uh, she's she's doing something right. And look, I get that her style of music is not my thing. I get it. But if she's worth that much, shouldn't I at least know one of her songs? You do. That's the funny thing. You do. You just don't even know it was her, and there's like 10 of them. Really? Yes, I said the same thing to my wife, the exact same thing you said the other day. And she said, oh, you know her songs. And I'm like, I don't think I do. And she's like, yeah, let me play these for you. And every song that she played, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that song. It's a huge fuck yeah. <laughs> right? Okay. okay. I believe that. I there, believe I, there was she, we did like four. And I'm like, all right, I get the fucking picture. That's all it takes. If you got four songs that bridge the gap between your fans and just had, the average idiot, you're rich. Dude, she probably had 15. Oh, I'm sure. And I just didn't know the name of them or know who sang them. But I was like, oh, that's Rihanna. Oh, oh, that's her too. Yeah, her again. Shut up! And I, I wonder, too, if she's maybe like Prince. Like she maybe wrote hit songs for other people or produced other oh, people. That I'm sure that's Lindy Perry's claim to fame, the lady from uh, what's that song? Or that Four Non Blondes. She wrote like some of the most famous songs of all time after really? that song, yes. Wow. She that also, song's great. She also married Darlene from uh, Roseanne. No shit. Yeah. Then they got a divorce. So. Oh. But Is they were gay or, or totally gay? Who's that? The Four Non Blondes chick. Oh, I, I don't know. Probably gay. I mean, I'm assuming. I always thought she was kind of hot in a weird way. Me too. Me definitely. You know what? It was that video was like popular when we were at Roehampton and mm-hmm. like, wow. Yeah. She, I, I agree with you 100%. Probably in a dirty masculine bottom way. I was going to say that that's, it's that way. Yes. He, she's probably a bicock. <laughs> she might be a bicock. I wasn't even sure what that was for like 10 seconds. Then I'm like, oh, now I get it. A bicock. So did you ever get a picture of that guy's wife, or where are we at with that? I, 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 I have been afraid to ask. Really? Be a good thing to do for the show. Could be. Yes. Are, are you afraid he'll stalk you after he, he, you reach out to him about by cucking his wife? Well, obvi- he obviously knows I live in Killeen. I love the way that she, he's like my hypersexualized. For all you know, this guy's an act murderer. I would definitely ask for a picture of his wife to make sure it's legit. Dude, I've been listening to this one three-part episode of the Case File podcast, and it's all about a couple just like that that ended up, like, murdering, kidnapping, or kidnapping and then murdering, like, nine fucking people. Was it that many? Because I saw one recently where they kidnapped uh, a lady, did a thing and kidnapped. Or what, what happened was she did a thing for a threesome, right? Mm-hmm. And the people that showed up were doing their thing with her, and her fucking boyfriend or husband or something came home and fucking freaked out and grabbed a baseball bat and fucking uh, beat the lady up, then beat the dude up and was choking him and tied him up, right? And okay. uh, and they ended up killing the guy, right? And then they ordered a pizza. I mean, as weird as that sounds. This Wait, is they, how crazy these people, right? Okay, so this guy breaks in. He fucking, they beat up the lady, and she's trapped there, right? They've got her trapped. Yeah. He fucking is choking the dude, ties him up or whatever, right? Binds him in great duct tape and ends up killing him, right? Choking him to death. Then wrapping him in a rug, 
right? And the other, sure. meanwhile, the lady who's having, was have like, put together a threesome, who's the boyfriend killed the other guy. Yeah. I think his name was Ivy, the guy that got killed. But um, then they call a cleaning lady and tell her to come over and clean the house. So this cleaning lady shows up. She's cleaning the house, and she's like, tells them that she doesn't want to do it. And they're like, you know, you have to clean. You don't understand what's going on here. So she's cleaning, and she sits down on what she thought was a rolled-up rug, and it was the oh. fucking dead body. So now they got to kill the cleaning lady. They were going to, but somehow she fucking escaped and ran out and, like, ran for a, a ways and found a fucking state trooper. <laughs> and that's fucking some every day in people's lives. That probably happened somewhere. That is so wild. But what just blew my mind about this one that I'm listening to, well, that blows my mind too, but, like, just how people casually end up in these situations, you know? I mean... It's a dangerous world now, Rufus. I mean, not the victim. You can't just go fucking putting your bike cuff self out there and expecting good things to happen. It's just not going to happen. Well, how do two people, two people hook up and are like, man, let's start just killing some folks? Oh, is that what happened? Yeah, so it was like a, two people that like start screwing each other and then they go on some cross country thing killing people because they've watched too much TV. No, it wasn't even a cross country. They had a house in a neighborhood, okay. and they were all sexually deviant and weird. Um, and they would, uh, you know, it, it take in like wayward girls, you uh, know, young women in their late teens, early twenties who just needed a place to stay. And they they'd end up staying in pieces in their fucking garden, you know. How many? Uh, I think it was nine. Is it, can we find any of this? On one the, of which, one of which porn? was their their own daughter that they totally fucking like raped the shit out of repeatedly. No. So none of that is on Pornhub, though. Uh, n- not the free version. You got to pay. Oh, well, I'm out. Yeah. I'll find it somewhere else. Yeah. Just, just I'll being, get to Reddit. Someone will have downloaded it and reposted it. I'm sure. So wait a minute, dude. Oh. How surprised were you? Actually, when you told me about those people, if you read your text, right after you text me that guy, and I said, swingers, question mark. And then he hits you back with a, you, then you showed me that he fucking texted it about being a bicock. I just wanted him to confirm. My suspicion was pot smoker. He knows how to. He knows where to get weed. I was like, awesome. Why don't you so, Corey? Is in Austin. It's hard to coordinate. Oh uh, my god! You'd rather get wrapped up with some random bicuck? Hey. Realize if you're bicucking, you have to bicuck back, right? I'm always. You're learning base. Maybe I want to learn something new too. You <laughs> should <laughs> Open. I'm open to new things. Can I see a picture of your wife's beaver? Is there a computer program called Miracle Cuck? <laughs> I can learn how to be a cuck. Again, it's called Pornhub. Oh, yeah, that's true. And it's <laughs> free. And it's more than you could ever soak in. <laughs> well, yeah, I might end up soaking a lot of other things, though. That's for sure. As a bottom bicock, you're probably in a pretty dangerous position. <laughs> bottom bicock. I mean, don't you kind of think so? Yeah, that's true, but that's what makes it exciting, zigzag. <laughs> yes, you're going to have to wear a bib, probably. Sure. 
It's just like going to a Cajun restaurant. <laughs> Eating the fish, so to speak. You're, it and smells, like, it smells like fish and you got to wear a bib. <sighs> I, I'm surprised. I mean, God bless that guy putting it out there. Yeah, and God bless his wife. Hey, you know, they, he's hypersexual. There is yeah, no yeah. way. You think that's real? I don't fucking know. Like, you why think else some other do guys that? doing some radio show somewhere and are seeing if they can wrap you into their little plot? Maybe that's what we should do. Well, I'm paranoid now that I end up fucking murdered and buried under a patio or something. Well, that's why you meet him at the police department and have sex in a car right outside. We're gonna, gonna meet you. I, I've like a Facebook, like a Facebook the, transaction. Yeah, exactly. Like Craigslist or something. Yes. We're gonna. Do, we're, this is gonna go down in the public library, by the way. Has he reached out to you at all again? No. Or does he think you're fucking freaked by the bicuckiness? I was actually kind of surprised how calm you were about him being a bicuck. I'm not racist against bicucks. No, I know you're not. I I just thought you know it was just interesting. I mean, I've never. I guess I've never thought about a bicuck before I saw the word. I'd never seen the word or thought about it until then. Two seconds of a porn like that, you just like turn away. You're just like, no. I did have to like kind of gaze up at the ceiling and wonder, what the fuck is a bicuck? Right. Oh, shit. That's what I did. (laughs) I like a little slap in the face. But a learning experience, too. I mean... Learning's only I just begun. I thought about that day if you hadn't reached out to that guy. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. And now I know the term bicuck. I was, what they call, I was wondering what they called the guy that tried to do that. It's going to be gold for the show from now on. <laughs> There's no doubt. Bottom bicuck. Bicuck <laughs> bo- power bottom. <laughs> My God. <laughs> well, good Lord. Well, at least he didn't say anything about tying people up or anything, did he? No. No. That's uh, I think that's one of the things you find out later. Now, you being the computer sleuth that you are, hmm. could you find out this guy's name and find him on Facebook somehow? No. No, I couldn't. Really? You don't think so? Well, there's nothing associated. I mean, I almost believe that we could probably, as crazy as it sounds, search by cuck Killeen, Texas, and see what comes up. I am curious to see what happens now. <laughs> so you say it, but on Reddit, the profiles there's you don't set up a profile. Well, I get that, but you know what? People get desperate for finding people to swing with, right? A new bike up thing, and you know you can't. They probably go to the bar every night and probably find someone to do this. All right, hang on while I fire you up the dark a, web. A lot of soldiers, right? Why do you need the dark web for bike up Killeen, Texas? <laughs> The radio show. Yeah. All right. Are you afraid your wife will search your browsing history and be like, my God, Colleen. Oh, my God, Rufus. Oh, Google defaults to bicycles. Hang on. Let me put it in quotes because that's how you force Google to give you. Oh, it is? Yes. Did not know that. Another learning experience on the show. Yes? Nothing. I just did that to see what you would uh, do. Surely something came up. No, there's nothing, what? really. 
Nothing? Did you spell bicuck right? There's a lot of, like, you know, adult-oriented, uh, what do you call it, ads on right. various right. forums. Well, now can you find... But that, that particular same guy? I, I want to see if you look at those various forums, is it the same guy? I don't fucking know. There's no picture. I mean, I don't know what well, the guy looks like. Well, i see if it's the same name. I don't even know what the name is. He doesn't have a Reddit handle? Uh-oh. Oh, no. These are so exclusive, you got to log in to even see anything. I bet he's in there somewhere. Well, I'm sure they're looking to party, That's man. That's what I'm saying. I mean, how much? I'll pay for it. We'll get in and see if we can find him. But I am not looking to party. My party <laughs> days are over. You're hanging up your uh, your bottom, your power bottom? I haven't even had a prostate exam. I'm a virgin. Well, I mean, I'm hoping, I guess when I thought of Bicuck, Honestly, dude, butt fucking never even came to mind for me. Well, uh, he's by sucking, right? I, I guess that I was lost on that. Well, I figured it would be whatever one of those dudes might want, and whatever is open. Well, that's what I meant. I see. I was thinking like he's just blowing the guy, you know, sharing his sharing a dick with his wife, so to speak, but not necessarily. Taking it up and giving it. Oh, if you're by, you're by. I mean, you take it and give it. I guess so. I mean, it, wow. I guess I never let the porno get that far along before I changed it after they started by cucking. Uh, nope. I'm but premature. I, I didn't realize that it went farther than that. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Cleanup, I would call it. <laughs> Cleanup. That's probably another. Oh, I'm sure it is. I wouldn't even search Pornhub cleanup. I can't imagine how many hits there would be. God. So what? It's got to be 80 degrees down there right now. Is it super warm there? No, no. The high today was like 50. Oh, my God. But then, of course, next week, like one day it's going to be 80. Then the next day. Who did you get that? Huh? Screenshot I sent you from St. Edward's. Of them saying, if you were still like reaching out to the students saying, if you're still scarred from the power outage, please fucking get with us. We want to hear from you. Am I I just out of touch or am I okay? Five days days that we're without. Am I justified in being just angry about that? That's just fucking pathetic. It's weird. It's definitely weird. And there is no topper radio. They canceled the topper radio meeting. I sent you that screenshot too. Did I not? Uh, they I don't know. canceled the topper radio meeting. They all had to go to their counselors for coping. Right. Exactly. They should have been able to make a huge story out of that, dude. If they had guts, they would have went somewhere. Because surely they could do topper radio from where the fuck ever. Right, you could do topper radio from your car. It's 2023. We could do well, this I'm show. Saying, they should have to- from top my radio phone. Topper radio should have been hitting it hard during the fucking power outage. I mean, like, we're here for you. We're topper radio. You know what I mean? Call up if you need to talk to somebody. Maybe we can hook you up with someone to, that can molest you tonight if you stay at their house. 
they were crippled with anxiety. <laughs> Topper Radio is a – we have to take over Topper Radio. We it's do have to take it over. It's the right thing to do. It is the right thing to do. They're not doing it. They're not even doing Topper Radio. When was their last show? We've had a thousand shows since they had a show. You think we'd get sued if we just set up Topper Radio? And started playing Hyperslop on it and talking about St. Edwards? Yeah. Why? How could you get sued by who? St. Edwards? Free speech. The truth. We'll just tell a true story. I mean, who cares? We're, we're, hey, we're just doing a show and reminiscing about St. Edwards. I've never just... said a crossword about St. Edwards. I will either. I will not. I love St. Edwards. I, you know, I fucking buy all their alumni shit. I gave fucking, you ready for this? Yesterday I donated to a uh, give back, give gold or something. I think it was called give blue, give gold. And uh, I put it, you could dedicate it. I dedicate it to the campus normal chapter. Normal. Yeah. That's the national organization for reform of marijuana laws. Oh yeah. Normal. Okay. I was thinking of something that was like maybe St. Ed specific. Well, they try to get you to do that, but then you can write one in. And I was hoping someone would take the money and start a fucking normal chapter there. Well, maybe. I mean, I guarantee you that St. Edwards, dude, is a pretty cool school. I mean, it's a liberal arts school. Yes. I mean, I don't think a lot of people think of it like that, but there is a big presence of gay people on the on the campus there. With They've got their own Instagram page and shit like that, right? One of the things you could give to was the all-inclusive thing club at St. Edwards that was, like, for gay and lesbian people. I mean, you wouldn't think that a place like St. Edwards that is considered Catholic would be so fucking progressive. But St. Edwards has been, since the 1970s, I used to hear from my philosophy teacher, Right, he went to St. Edwards. Uh, William Penn was his name, and he was telling me that in the 70s, the St. Ed was like a like the late 60s and early 60s. St. Ed was like a trippy fucking place where a lot of free thinking and shit was going on. Well, I believe he it. I mean, there. he stayed there and taught philosophy. I mean, every it seems like like every other month or something, I, I see a headline about how the Catholic Church has like done some other progressive fucking thing. <laughs> right. And they've got like one abortion. of these. If they could just get over abortion, they're fucking stepping into the 20th century. Well, Not the 21st, mind you, the 20th. But that's something. Considering they're basically in like the 12th century. They can't give up everything they believe. Well, I mean, how much do they want to get paid? <laughs> All the is like, keep the people coming, keep the people coming and giving money. You know, they. Uh, I know that they do it for the right reasons, but you also have to think that. When they make it okay for people to be homosexuals and make it okay for those people to come to church, that's two more people in the flock giving up some cashola. I thought they did that. I'm, I'm saying they do, but I'm saying that you don't think of, like, what what that does to bring people to church. Because maybe if they got rid of their stance on abortion, think how many more women might start coming to church. I mean, but that, if they didn't, that basically, think how many... That single thing swung our fucking last election. But if they didn't, think of how many more babies will come to church. <laughs> well, I don't know that they'll be around that long. I mean, I guess as long as they're harvesting them for their pineal glands, I don't see any harm in it. <laughs> I'm sure that's what they're doing. I mean, can you believe that kind of shit is out there on the Internet? You know what's crazy? Is a crazy rumor like that starts people to try to think they need to try to eat a fucking baby's pineal gland. <laughs> yeah, I think my whole up. life will change if I just get my hands on a baby's pineal gland. 
And now we can grow those with stem cells in a lab. Pineal glands. All right. Well, I mean, maybe a pig's pineal gland would give you a crazy trip where you think like a pig, right? Because supposedly your pineal glands where DMT comes from, right? The DMT is yeah. naturally occurring in your brain. I saw this thing the other day that they found out a way to make it so people could trip on DMT for an hour, Ooh, right? Well, that might be overkill. Well, what they're finding out is these people that because the DMT trip is so like the average one lasts 12 minutes. Yeah, sure. And that's beginning to end. There might be four minutes of peaking inside of there. Yeah. Okay. So. And I've heard that it's getting like, in there and they're like, seeing shit. They're feeling that weird, right, in another dimension type thing. But then it's over so quick that they don't, they kind of just remember bits and pieces of it. It's not, you know, it's not really coherent. Well, yeah. they're finding out when they put these people under for an hour, the people are meeting the same fucking shapes and shit and and like seeing the same people yeah the machine right? elves and what's that the machine elves is what they call them <laughs> oh, do they call them the machine elves yeah in dmt it's machine elves is what they call them and they're seeing the exact same ones right yeah. like later in the trip which is insane i mean think about it. you think everybody's mind just creates whatever but how weird that this is like pre-programmed shit is it pre-programmed, or are we antennas for something that's just... Well, I mean, I'm just saying it's it's in all of us, right? You trip on this shit in your pineal, you know, DMT, and it's like a fucking conduit for me and you to see the same thing as long as we're tripping long enough, right, to get to the certain points of the trip. And you're just like, wow, I mean, is that... Is it hardwired? Yeah, like you're saying, are we picking it up like a channel that's coming in now? But it just seems... Super weird. Is any, surely they've made DMT from the pineal gland of a maybe a dead person or something, right? Yeah, I don't fucking know about is that. It's all synthetic DMT. I mean, why would you want to eat the pineal gland if you could get the same trip somehow? I mean, how do they make DMT? It's made from seeds and shit? It comes from ayahuasca. Yeah, I do know that, but it's not as, yeah. I don't think it's as pure because an ayahuasca trip lasts like 10 hours. Right. But I mean, you know, that's, you synthesize it from there or you fabricate it or whatever the fuck. I worked with this guy and my maintenance, maintenance guy named Gary. He actually, his wife made me this hat. His wife crocheted me this hat. No shit. Yes. And he went to South America and took ayahuasca and some other drug that they did on him. He's like, man, he did it like three times, right? This guy was a very spiritual dude. And he's just like, you know, he saw some shit. He's like, you know, it kind of makes sense. You kind of learn to live at peace with yourself, you know, and be like, well, you, you look, you know, you look at things a different way. You're more content, he said, after having a really weird knot. Now, the DMT part of it, he did smoke DMT. He didn't, he said it, it didn't get real spiritual for him, just the DMT, hmm. you know, but that might be because he's done ayahuasca with all this other shit, right? They had like four drugs they stack on top of each other to get you to like have these fucking out-of-body experiences and shit, man. It's not just ayahuasca tripping out for eight hours. This guy did a thing where they were eating pipe peyote and fucking drinking ayahuasca. And there was something that they fucking snort from some super old plant that the the shaman had been using for fucking years. Right? He went back and saw the same shaman like three times. And and then the shaman got cancer and died, unfortunately. But, you know, he's like. Is it unfortunate? I bet you that shaman was like, shaman I'm going to be there forever now, the place right. that I like to be. Maybe. Maybe. But, I mean, 
it sounded crazy. It sounded so fucking crazy. Well, I've been, I've been going to all I these psychedelic conferences and stuff where they're talking about... Oh, yeah, about, that's right. Is, is that shit, dude? It has better fucking results for, like, PTSD and treating addiction and everything be, because of that. I mean, it just... It removes all your fucking ego and shit. And I guess it strips away the ego. Right. You're like face to face with reality for the first first time, and you're like, well, I mean, fuck. a dozen beers will strip away all that stuff too. Yeah, you but you see gotta, the reality for the first time. It is so fuzzy. You're like, oh, I don't remember that. Well, it gets interrupted by having to piss forty times. Well, but then when you hit rock bottom, you remember that moment usually, and you're like, oh, okay, that that one I remember. Yeah. You're looking in the mirror that time. That's why I'm advocating. Always numerous that rock bottoms, though. Just Bud Light be given to uh, manic depressives. <laughs> well, it definitely creates them. <laughs> it's the best marketing scheme ever. <laughs> it really is. I mean, it's like, yeah, you drink to feel better. Not necessarily what alcohol is known to do to your central nervous system. <laughs> you said it best. Homer Simpson, alcohol is the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. There you go. How can Homer be wrong? He's never wrong. Never wrong. Yeah, he hasn't aged a day. <laughs> no, he's still 33. I, I'm still surprised that that is even on. I haven't seen it in probably 10 fucking years. I watched man. it around Halloween, and you know what? Still was halfway decent. I mean, I was high, so maybe that had something to do with it, but it still was halfway decent. I mean... The nostalgia is there, right? But I, the thing is, I haven't seen an episode in probably 18 years. Yeah. So there's like a whole fucking universe of Simpsons episodes I've never fucking seen. Maybe I'll start watching them. Well, I've heard that they've gone downhill because now the people writing them are the people who grew up on them. So now they're just writing to a formula. You know, they're like, this is what I think Homer would say. Well, of course. But weren't they, isn't that what they were doing before? Well, no, they were winging it and making it. That's why the first, like, ten seasons were fucking gold, especially the first five. What year did it start? Eighty-nine. No, earlier than that. Eighty-eight? I don't know. Look it up. You're the producer. You got the headphones on. God damn. Apparently I'm everything. <laughs> yes, you are. When did The Simpsons... They had that little start, like mini show, right during the Tracy whatever hour. Tracy Ullman, yeah. Yeah. Well, December December seventeenth, nineteen eighty nine, was the first episode. Really, you were right. That's when it. Oh, it started in eighty seven as the Tracy Ullman thing, right? And then it became its show in eighty nine. Yeah. Do you, if you watch the one from the Tracy Ullman show, you're like, oh my god, it's so awful, but. It's weird, yeah. Bones were there. The bones were definitely there. Kind of like a high school song. Yep. I'll send you a picture of the old Simpsons. The one from the Tracy Allman show? Her hideous beast. It's like driven with crayons, right? (laughs) Pretty crummy, yeah. Son of a bitch. God damn it. Are you sending it or not? Uh, wait, hang on. The computer's in the I, internet. I feel like or, I'm not doing something right. You're not. Don't worry about it. It's my computer. No, I can't see, like, the chat in Skype. Oh, I forgot that it does that. And where did it do? 
Where did it go though? It sent the link and it popped up on the on your screen. Then it. Oh, here we go. Oh, let's see. Oh my God. Yeah, how freaky <laughs> is that? Look at Bart. He looks evil. He does. So does Homer. Homer looks super mad. I think they ended up making them happier than they were in the beginning. You think? Yeah, definitely. Because they probably were like, no one would watch this. This is too close to real life. Bart, yeah, right. This reminds me of my own family. I don't want to right. live with this anymore. I'm trying to escape reality, not relive it. Huh. 1989. And remember, we had every episode there for a while. Thanks to Joe Bannister. Christ still has them. Did he do? I thought that was your obsession. Was it? No, that was his. That really? Was, they had them all, yes. Wow. They were cataloged, too. Yeah, they had 25 tapes back then. So fucking. But crazy. I mean, I guess back then a tape is probably like, what, three episodes? Uh, it depends on the tech, because you could get an extra long play. Right, and you can actually record it an extra long, but it uh, kind of messes with the quality, if I recall. Looks, yeah, it looks like shit. But knowing the Bannisters, they probably did do that. But we watched those for a long time. I remember we would just put in Simpsons and watch ten fucking episodes with oh, yeah. commercials back to back. With yeah. commercials. Just um, all night. At that. Before you could just Google something and fucking find it in one minute. Long way, thanks to us in the last fucking 20 years. 20 That's true. 27. What year did we start living at Roehampton? 96? 96 is what I'm thinking, yeah. Before, I think. What is this year? 2023? No, it would have been 96 because it was three years and I moved out in 99. Fucking 27 fucking years ago, man. Isn't that crazy? The fuck? I've known, it, you, I've known you longer than I have not known you in my life. That is wild. So it literally feels more for you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely it is. Definitely it is. And uh, no offense, old man. But yeah. um, I know, I'm looking at that beard going, you can't even see I have a beard. It's so gray. It does seem weird because, I mean, it really feels like, like all that shit feels like, Five years ago, tops. You know? I know. It's insane. That is insane. It's cruel. It's a mean joke the universe plays. Yeah, the, it's actually so long ago. But you know what? We remember it because it was we were very fond of it. I'm telling yeah. you, those were my those are what I would call my formative formative years, probably. I, I would absolutely fucking say that. For me for sure. I mean, about who I really was, right? I mean, I was kind right. of almost there, but when when it got to Roehampton, it was like fucking be free, baby. Fucking be free. Yeah, definitely. You know? And I've kind of almost been free ever since, I feel like, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, me too. <sighs> Gotta be who you are, man. Right? Whoever that is. You only got one you, and you only got one life. Oh, man, you're getting deep, dude. Go. Go. Riff. DMP. Just riff. riff. And you only got one uh, chance to be you. Go. In your one life. Give us some affirmations. So take your one life and be you. Whoa. And be all you can be. Join the Army today. (laughs) Yes. 
You were almost there, so you got into some copyright. Messy. They paid me. They paid me. I wonder who came up with that be all you can be. I would love to hear the ad agency that came up with that. Could you search that real quick? Who came up with be all you can be? Probably some super famous ad agency. Earl Carter. Where'd he work? No way he was in the Army. Slogans of the... Good Lord, of course, his Wikipedia article is like 40 fucking pages long. All right. Was the recruiting slogan of the United States Army for 20 years, Earl Carter, working for the NWA or advertising agency? I knew it was an ad guy. I fucking knew it. Oh, sure. You mean the Army didn't come up with that? That's fucking shocking. I mean, you know that you're talking to a couple of the most brilliant ad minds there ever was. Oh, my God. Okay, let's go through all the slogans they've had. World War One. I, I want you for U.S. Army. That's the, you know, Uncle Sam, right? Essential, I would call that. Yes. There were two from the 50s and through the 70s. One is choice, not chance. Okay. Oh, that's the, because they're trying to get away from the ugliness of the draft. Uh, oh, yeah, there you go. And the other one was Modern Army Green. Just to make you think you're wearing green, you're cool and hip. I don't know. What year, what year was that one? That was an awful one. It's just uh, lumped in with the 50s through 70s. Uh, All right, 70s and 80s, uh, Today's Army Wants You. Uh, wow, a rewrite of the other one. That was pretty weak. And Join the People Who've Joined the Army. Yeah, these are weak. That was pretty bad. Like, 80s, 80s to 2000s, be all you can be. That is a, a step up in marketing. Pretty terms. good. I mean, I can appreciate that one. That one's yeah. decent. That's clever. Okay, 2001 to 2006 is Army of One. I don't understand that. Yeah, I mean, 2006 to 2018 is Army Strong. Yeah, I remember that one. But we're right. not going. 2018 to now is Warriors Wanted. Try to play on that. Everybody's playing uh, computer games. Yeah. Warriors wanted. I don't know. Something about that annoys me. About drone flyers wanted. Because isn't that just how we should do fucking war now? Right? Mm-hmm. American drones flying over and destroying things and no one gets hurt. Oh, man. There's is- 700 million going every year. There's this comedian that was talking about, God, what's his fucking name? If I can find it, I can't remember his name. If I can find it, I'll send it to you. But he was talking about how, uh, you know, these militia-minded right-wing fucking nuts with all their guns and shit thinking they're going to overthrow their government or keep the government at bay. He's like, I think once a year we need to have a competition where those guys go up against the United States military, and whoever wins has to shut the fuck up. (laughs) And then he did a play-by-play, and he's like, hey, so – you know, Jim Bob, what have you? What are you playing with today? And he's like, well, I got AR-15 and Kevlar body armor and all this shit. And me and my boys, we're gonna huddle up and we got our dynamite and our rockets and grenades and you know shotguns and stuff. And he's like, okay, that's great, awesome. Let's go to Sergeant, you know, Rip Van Winkle or whatever. What have you got? And he's like, I don't know if it's fair, but I just got a fucking drone. <laughs> that's all we need. One guy to fight yeah. a fucking whole army. 
and about this? Like, we have a sonic fucking speaker that if you don't have these things in your ears, it fucking melts your brain into mush and you yeah. die in two seconds. It turns you into scrambled eggs. Right. We have that. But we probably don't, or we do. I don't know. But um, someone does. Didn't they do something to some people in uh, Cuba that were staying there? Some Americans, like, all got started getting these weird headaches and came back and were, like, having really bad emotional problems because of some sound wave machine that they were generating at this fucking building they were in. Have you not heard about this? Yeah, I've heard about those weapons for a long time. The sonic it's, weapons? It's just weird that they someone used them on some Americans and they haven't really said that much about it. It's like a... They're like, bury it. Is it a super, I come up literally in my head. I don't feel normal. I think my neighbor is doing a machine on my fucking house. Is it like a super low wavelength? That like, yeah, yeah. Really... it is right. And I, you know what? He's just start selling those machines, making them and selling them. The personalized, uh, whatever machine for melting your brain. It's like right. slowly poisoning someone is what they liken it to. Write a song that uses one. What's that? So we should write a song that uses one. That would be cool. But you know what? But you can only hear it if you were playing it backwards. There you go. Boom. We should just put that we're doing that. <laughs> we could just say that, yeah. I'm sure we could replicate it with a free plug-in. <clears throat> you might not notice the effects, but they happen over time, like years and years. So keep this album going all the time. Yes, on Spotify, so we can actually. Pay. But also, you can buy the uh, the streaming version of that album, just that song, for nine ninety nine, and uh, well, for a monthly subscription to listen to just the one side of the album played backwards. That's what we did. We did a song so fucking good that people want to pay monthly to, to listen to hearing to it. it. Yeah, dude, that might be the next step in fucking music. We should at least claim we have a song that good. Well, I mean, think why wouldn't uh, an artist be like, you know what? I'm not going to be on fucking iTunes. I'm not going to be on that shit anymore. You want to listen to me and all my new drops and shit, you fucking subscribe to my channel. And that's the only place you're going to hear shit. Yeah. I mean, you could make, they're going to get more money, right? Because iTunes doesn't pay them shit. Do they? What do we get when we sell an iTunes song? Fuck if I know. Pennies. Seven cents? No. No, it's it's literally like a decimal point of a cent. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding. We need a better lawyer and a better agent. It's hard to afford one when you make a decimal point of a cent. Well, that's exactly what they want. That's what they're doing. That is exactly what they're doing. And they're burying our content, I bet, because we're not paying the big bucks. I think they are, actually. In real life, you think we're being buried because our stuff is so, would you say, controversial? Beer is food? I mean, we've never – it is, right? It has almost all the parameters of food, sugar, carbohydrates. Apparently apparently we're making nutritional claims that can't be backed up by science. That's that's what they say. Well, I bet we could because it has protein, right? I mean – can you just Google this? Is beer considered food? I know some beers <laughs> are, for sure. So there's probably a beer out there made with a fish spine that's considered a whole meal. 
Is beer a food or drink? Here's food for thought. Beer is food. (laughs) When was that written? They probably owe us some money. It's called the real food at foodprint.org. .org, you know it's legit. So what are they saying about beer being food? Anything interesting? Uh, That's a whole long-ass article. I'm looking for the word food. Here's food for thought. Beer is food. We may think of it as a refreshing accompaniment to a slice of pizza, but beer is an agricultural product and considered resources, mostly grains and lots of water, Mm -hmm. going to its production and sustenance. The key ingredient in beer, especially today's, is grown predominantly for the production of the beverage. Find out why this ancient – find out why, so I'm not going to read 50,000 words. Well, long story short, it's food. What's the date on that story? Let's see how um, far ahead of our time we were. 1872. Okay, so it's a Pabst story. Oh, look what I'm wearing today. Look. No, there's no date on it. Wait, what? I have my Pabst the Ribbon shirt on. No shit. Awesome. I was thinking about that tour we took today, actually. I was talking to about it with my mom yesterday. It was so cool. It was cool. How about it? Awesome. To take? It was it was fun. It was cool because we were cool. Yes. I actually saw in the paper where that guy that gave that tour died. Shut the fuck up. Nah, I'm just kidding. Any day now though. Any day now. You fucking bastard. I like that guy. He was nice. He was cool. He talked about smoking weed. Yeah, he was cool. That was actually high. He didn't just talk about it. He was, he like, advocating for it. I'm going to the fucking thing. I bet he did. No, I did. I did. Oh. Well, I bet he did, too. Maybe. He was pretty drunk, I think, too. That he was. But he helped save that brewery. I mean, that's a pretty cool story. Then he can be drunk and high. I think it. He, he's got it coming. For sure. He does. He does, because he had, what, did he have MS? What was he battling? And then he wanted to start talking about weed and how it helped him. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a mess. Yeah. I'm glad they went the weed route. I really am. God bless. Me too. I mean, what what a coupling. It's like me and you. It's for both of us. Yes, exactly. I feel sorry for you, and I'm going to say that because you didn't – did you get a picture of yourself sitting at Augustus Papp's desk? I don't believe you did. No, I didn't. You were too shy. I was shy. What were you so afraid of? You were so timid. I did. I feel like I lived up to it. <laughs> you didn't. That's the reason that you sit in it. Oh, you so then never, I can. You will never be there legitimately. Hmm. Now I want to go back. You should. You missed the fucking life opportunity. There is zero pictures of Rufus sitting in Augustus Papp's chair. Was it comfortable? Not really. If you were drunk, would it be comfortable? Absolutely. I would have had my feet up on the desk, too. So. Nice. That's what I should have made you take a picture of me with my feet up on Augustus Pat's desk. <laughs> you think that would have been allowed? Snorting a coke, line of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking crazy pictures people could take at that desk. I don't know if you could put your feet up there. I didn't see a sign that says, don't put your feet on Augustus Pat's desk. So I think it's fair game. It didn't say have bicuck sex on it either. <laughs> or didn't say don't. Right. Right. So I'm sure something weird happened in that office. I mean, it's been around for 250 years. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Man. 1890, 1890, is that when that was created? Uh, 18, it was 1850, 1854. We should go back and talk to the guys and see if we can do like a one of those ghost hunter things in there. I would, you know that someone has. Fuck. Have, I've never heard of it. Not that I'm a ghost hunter that. expert, but that would be awesome. I just can't believe. Remember, he said that they had their own jail down there, and someone died in that jail cell, right? No, he was joking that that was a jail. That was actually their hospital. Yeah, but some people died there. Right. Yes, but they had their own in-house health care. How fucking awesome is that? That's past for you. Get them healed up and put them back on the fucking line. That's what they're saying, right? Well, remember, it was allowed. You could get drunk on your lunch break. That's right. And you got two cases a, a month? Or was it two cases a week? Something insane. But of course, you're like, get the whole family hooked. It was required to drink beer on the job, on your 18, break. 1844. Until OSHA fucked it up. 1844 PAPS was founded. Damn. That is crazy if you think about it. I mean, that is probably all of these beverage companies are the longest like single company, right? With a, a solid history in the country. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's, there's probably very few businesses that have been around since 1844. They're still in operation. What was I still under the same name? What surprised me most about like learning all that stuff about Pabst because it was Fucking intriguing and old. I mean, it was like old. It's just been around forever, just like you're saying. But what surprised me most is that it's not more like common knowledge. You would think that it would be like Anheuser-Busch. Like everybody knows, you know, the Clydesdales or the history or all that. And to me, the Paps history was way more fucking interesting than any other Beer Have you ever seen that show, The Beers That Made America, on the History Channel? Uh, I've seen that show. I don't know if I've seen The Beers That Any Made America. Any of the ones that are made in America. I mean, that made whatever. I love those shows. Those are great. Yeah, me too. Learned a lot those of stuff about business. And how really well done. Fuck each other over because they're always someone that's going to. And they must have a big budget because, like, mm-hmm. the cut, the scenes they do, the reenactments, yeah. look fucking awesome. I totally agree with that. I totally agree. I, I think about that sometimes, like, Man, that's like a production. They go back into these period fucking uh, outfits, yeah. and I mean, make it. You got cars real... driving around and barns, right? And crazy ass shit, and old people and they're not old, young, young people in like outfits, right? All right, well, we're gonna take it into the VIP here in thirty seconds. Rubus, anything you want to say to the folks before we take it into the VIP? Um, if anybody's looking to swing, just uh, hit me up. I'm buying. He knows a guy. He I know the guy. No, he's the guy that knows the guy. That's what I'm going to call you. You're the guy that knows the guy. Inside and out. Oh God. If you do that, you have to report it on the show. Okay. Sure. All right, folks. Follow us in the VIP. This is Zigzag saying, "See you from the regular part of the show." And follow us in the VIP. Wee.
been taking my show notes. Oh, nice. Good man. Good man. You know what you should do? What would really be helpful, as crazy as it sounds, right now in the time that we're doing that in the show. I've thought about that, but I never think about actually doing it. But right. yeah, for sure. For sure. Because I'd like to compile like a best of at some point. Oh, my God. We so should have like 50 hours of best of. Right. We should but do that. Even... We should start another channel. We'll start a whole other channel that's just the best of a hyperslot. Condemned. We... We could, and honestly, it'd probably do better because it'd be concentrated brilliance. It would be. And hilarity. It might overwhelm people, though. They might. What we're giving them during this show is a little bit for their time to relax, right? Their brain to relax a little bit and not not have to be on full throttle. We take the full throttle part off of their shoulders. Well, if they need therapy, they can contact St. Edwards University. Yes. Counselors are standing by. Go to the old El Gallo building. Okay. Are we going to play Jeopardy? Yeah. I've been using these pictures. You know what I realize I'm not good at doing with the bass? Hmm. This. No, me either. But I did read that Barry Oakley, the guy that plays the Elman Brothers, he used a pick. Because I'm like, man, I'm so much better with a pick. Me too. Me too. And I don't even play guitar with a pick, but I don't finger... Jack either, really. You don't play guitar with a pick? No, not, nor- not normally. I don't know why I've never noticed that. Yeah, I mean, wow. That's why I always had the blood all over the inside of my guitar. It. Uh, Damn. Wait, if you get inside of my uh, acoustic that I always used to play, yeah, you can see the blood spatter on the fucking Lotus sticker. Pretty awesome, I must say. Pretty fucking well, awesome. Well, you got a crisp attack for a guy who doesn't use a pick. I've never, uh, it never fucking though, I really don't. I I hardly ever do, but once every fucking, probably twice a year, I'll use a really thin 10 millimeter pick, but I use, no, nope, I usually just use my thumb or my, my fingers, right? Man, that is the, like, without a pick, like, I'm, like, my finger is a pick. I think Hypersolve has an 11, secret 11 herbs and spices, and I it think it, a lot of it is. The, the fact that we play so differently and yet it locks in, it interlocks in. Like so it. fucking well that it creates a new thing wow. that couldn't exist otherwise. Right. It's not pop. It's it's acoustic electric madness right? <laughs> with occasional pass through ribbon induced hallucinations. Amen. <laughs> I know. Amen. Right. That's what I should have fucking tattooed under the hyper slot. You know what? I'm getting a hyperslot tattoo. I'm getting slothy, and underneath it, I will fucking put that. Do it. Our whole thing. You you're doing it too. So get. I'll do it. We're, next we're, time we get together. Next time we get together, we're fucking doing it. Well, we can't do it on the show. Oh, you mean oh. get together in person? Yes. Okay. Let's. Yes. Knuckle me. Fucking a in a heartbeat, dude. All right. I can't wait. So I've been looking, and there's concerts coming, dude. I mean, there's some good concerts that we can hook up at. Okay. Uh, David Gilmore is touring. Might be cool. Fucking concert. One of my favorite guitar players of all I mean, fucking time. It doesn't have to be the D. That's right? true. So the D is cool. Why not fucking branch out a little bit? It's for the show. Good music gives me a good music. Right. Right. I mean, we need to think about it. I'd love to see Santana. Ooh. You know, I mean, there's some in there that you got to see now, dude, because they're not going to be around. That is true. That's absolutely true. Who else would be on your list? 
Oh, God. I can't think of it off the top of my head. It Every time I hear something on the radio, I'm like, man. Better hurry up. I'd like to see those guys. Yeah, better hurry up, you know? Because I listen to classic rock a lot. Me too. And, I mean, better hurry up. That's all I can say. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, think about my favorite guitar player of all time and songwriter, Jerry Garcia, died, and he was only one year older than I am right now. Wow. (laughs) That's crazy to think about. That is crazy to think about. Wow, that's real crazy to think about. Yes, it is. Very, very weird. I mean, think about it. How old was Eddie Van Halen when he died? Uh, well, he was 60-something. 60 60 something, right? So he yeah. was older than that, but not much. What the fuck? No, not much, unfortunately. Well, 15 years? Yes, 15 not years. Even, not even. Maybe 10 years. Come on. Look, you got 4,000 weeks in your life, Rufus, right? The average person lives 4,000 weeks. Uh-huh. I want you to do the math and see how far along you are to your 4,000 weeks. How many of those do they actually live? None. That's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. There's actually this book called 4,000 Weeks, right? Uh, it's called, it's all about, it's, it's, the guys start out with the idea to write a uh, book about um, using time more effectively. Yeah. Right? Because he was, a, he was an, like an efficiency person. Then he started writing about it. And he's like, this is fucking ridiculous. Right? There's all kinds of these books out there. So he wrote a fucking book about, Fuck everything. You don't have. You only have four thousand weeks. You better fucking use them like you want to. So trying to structure every fucking minute and have everything, you know, planned out is not a way to live your fucking life, right? You, you know just what? Gotta fucking enjoy life. I fucking love the turn that guy takes. Then right going into it, was he writing like a more like a business self improvement thing? Like five of them, right? He's a bestseller at doing that, and then he's like, you know what? I'm all wrong. I'm wrong about what I'm writing about, right? He started to fucking probably get older and think about, you know, trying to plan out every minute or have something to do. You're missing out on life. You're not enjoying time with your family. You're not enjoying nature. You know what I mean? You're just trying to cram as much in as you can. But who cares? Because at the end of the day, you only got 4,000 weeks. You might as well enjoy every fucking week. And a lot of what that cramming in is is not even for you. Right. That's exactly what he's saying. It's not anything that benefits you. Right. And it's not like for your family. No. It's it's for the job. Yep, exactly. Or the, the Joneses or whatever. Yeah, so he says shit about that. I mean, it's very stoic the way that this thing is. You know who I heard about this book from? There was this guy at my grow, right? He was working with Front Row Ag. His name is Mike. He came to sell us some new nutrients, right? Mm-hmm. And for like a 30 four 35 year old guy this guy was like super smart right and he's the one that told me about this but we had like a fucking real conversation he played music we had like a real conversation me and him right that's what i was good at at my job like having good conversations with people and, and making we- them comfortable and he's the one that told me about this book he's like dude you ever read this i mean i know this guy for five minutes and we're getting into like a deep conversation about shit like that right these are the people there was so many cool people that i work with i can't even tell you rufus and, you know, I mean, then I'm just stacked up with the wrong fucking people. But this guy told me about that book, and I read it, and I'm like, damn, it's a fucking good book. He's like, change my life. He's like, I shit you not. Damn. damn. You know? Wait, what's it called? Uh, 4,000 Weeks. 
also, and I'm dead serious about this, and I know we probably won't do it, at least once a month or like once every three shows, maybe not three shows, once every six shows, we should have a guest on because you yeah. talk about like these awesome people that you meet. I meet fucking no one because I work online, and I think they would be cool to talk to. And they absolutely would. Probably draw in like an audience. We could definitely find some people that would do that. I guarantee you I can get a few people that would fucking guest host. And I would just like to meet some of these people, you know? <laughs> Virtually? Well, no, yeah. cool people, dude. They're cool people, good people to fucking be in touch with. You know, they're not people. All right. The pop business has turned a lot into a corporate bullshit business, right? But mm. there are still people out there that are doing it for the right fucking reason. And I try to keep my circle small. And find those people because those people are not the people I was in business with, right? If the people, if they, if I was in a business with these right people, it would be a fucking wonderful thing, right? I'm in the business yeah. with the wrong fucking people, and that sucks, you know, mm-hmm. because it really could be a fucking beautiful thing. So maybe the trick is get in the business with the right people. I'm not giving up on that. I'm not giving up on that as a fucking viable option. I don't want to derail Jeopardy or anything, but could you, I mean, just based on your knowledge, at least open up like your own small thing that you fully fucking control for the logistics to land? Absolutely. I absolutely could. And I actually have a place picked out. If this little bird close to the state line ever goes fucking um, recreational marijuana, I got the perfect fucking spot. I would swoop in and make this guy a cash offer on this fucking property tomorrow. Oh, man. I mean, but really, I think the way to do it is, and I probably shouldn't, I'm not even going to tell you on the show, I'll text you how I'm going to get back in the biz. And it's going to be so much simpler, dude. It's just it's all about branding. It's all about branding. That's all it is. Right? Well, te- yeah, yeah. Text me for sure. I'm, I'm, I, will. I will. I'm actually working with my brother-in-law, uh, Brian, on it. Really? It's a little cutting-edge idea. Let me just put it that way. That's cool. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Text me. <sighs> so, all right. Uh, Alexa, play Jeopardy. Okay, here's Jeopardy. Now's your chance to become a premium player. No. compete in a new Jeopardy tournament happening right now. Show off your knowledge of arts and literature with this weekend's event called Artists and Writers. Would you like to become a Jeopardy subscriber? No. You can play Team Jeopardy or catch up on the clues from this week. Teen. Are you ready to play Teen Jeopardy? Yes. I heard Teen Jeopardy. Here is what's in store this week on Teen Jeopardy. Now, let's find your opponent. You've been matched against Albert and Walt. Let's get started. Jeopardy clues are worth $200 each. Our first category is pop culture. The video game, Tomb Raider, Definitive Edition, is the origin story of this woman. Who is Laura Croft? Yes, that's correct. Your next category is silent letter words. It follows Ash in the name of the first day of Lent. What is Wednesday? You're right. Nice. Category is the largest U.S. state. Name the largest state by area of the three states listed. Ohio, Oklahoma, Oregon. Oregon. 
Remember, you can respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like who is or what is. Your third category is the largest U.S. state. Name the largest state by area of the three states listed. Ohio, Oklahoma, Oregon. Oregon. You need to respond ah, in the form shit, of a question, forgot, starting with who you is think Oregon's or what right? is. You can also say, no idea. or I don't know. Your next Jeopardy category is the largest U.S. state. Name the largest state by area of the three states listed. Ohio, Oklahoma, Oregon. What is Oregon? Yes. Nice. And you are in the lead with $600. Albert and Walt are tied for second place with $0. Our category is exploration. This river was Lewis and Clark's main pathway west from St. Louis. What is the Colorado? No. Oh, no. The correct response was what is the Missouri River? Missouri. Did you Our know that? Jeopardy category is symptoms of love. When your beloved is near, you hear the 1824 Ode to Joy by this composer. Who is Beethoven? Yes. Damn, The next Jeopardy category is before he was president. He accepted Robert E. Lee's surrender at Appomattox Courthouse. Repeat the question. Remember, let me just say I know Ode to Joy from uh, with phrases like the Miracle Piano teaching system. True story. He accepted Robert E. Lee's surrender at Appomattox Courthouse. Who is Jackson? That's Grant? Right. Oh, yeah. The correct response was who is Ulysses Grant? Sorry, dude. That's for our sixth clue. Right now, you're in the lead with 800. Then comes Walt with 400. Followed by Albert with zero. All right, let's move on now to the Double Jeopardy round. Double Jeopardy clues are worth $400 each. The next Jeopardy category is law. Magna Carta mentions the right to be judged by these people of the same legal status as you, perhaps by a jury of them. What is your peers? Excellent. The next category is op culture. The response includes the letters OP in order. It's the position between second and third in baseball. What is shortstop? Yes, that's correct. Damn, we're on a roll. category is the no, Grant. The crunch wrap between and the cheesy gordita <laughs> crunch are on the menu at this fast food chain. What is Taco Bell? You're right. After nine clues, you're in the lead with 1,000. Walt is second with 1,200 and Albert is third with 400. The next Jeopardy category is the National Park System. Discovered in 1870, this natural feature of a national park has been called Eternity's Timepiece. What is Old Faithful? Yes, that's correct. The 11th category is 1980s movies. Sean Penn and Tom Cruise were both cadets in this 1981 film, whose title references a sad bugle song. Repeat the question. I know it. I Remember, know it. I please know respond it. in the form of a question, starting it. with phrases like who is or what is. The 11th Jeopardy category is 1980s movies. Sean Penn and Tom Cruise were both cadets in this 1981 film, whose title references a sad Google song. What is Taps? Yes, that's it. Nice. I used to love that movie. It's time for Final Jeopardy. Your Final Jeopardy.
Jeopardy category is named that planet. You're currently winning with 2,800. Walt is in second with 1,600, and Albert is in third with 1,600. You can wager up to your current score of 2,800. How much would you like to wager? What is 601? Sorry, I didn't quite get that. Okay, let's try again. How much would you like to wager? What is 601? Sorry, I didn't quite get that. Oh, I keep saying what is. Okay, let's try again. (laughs) How much would you like to wager? 601. You wagered $601. Is that right? For what is 401? I didn't hear you. You wagered $601. Is that right? Yes. With Pluto demoted, this is now the outermost planet. What is Neptune? The clue is with Pluto demoted. This is now the outermost planet. What is Neptune? Oh, no, you don't know. I'm excited. Excellent. Yes! With what is Neptune? Way to go. She wrote, I beheld the wretch, the miserable monster whom I had created. Oh. I didn't quite hear you. The clue is she wrote, I beheld the wretch, the miserable monster whom I had created. Who is Mary Shelley? Yes, that's it. You on top with $2,801. What was that about? Both second with $1,600, and Albert has $600 for third place. So you're the champion. We actually got two Final Jeopardy questions there. You're now a one-time champion. Your total winnings are $3,800. Woo! Give it up! By playing again another day. You haven't played the clues from yesterday yet. Would you like to catch up on those clues? Yes. Game time. All right. Let's see who you'll be playing against today. We'll be playing against Steve and Becca today. Good luck, players. Jeopardy clues are worth $200 each. The first Jeopardy category is in the nation's constitution. This country's constitution says, the seat of government shall be in the state of New South Wales. What is Australia? Yes, that's correct. Mm. Our next category is around America. A 2018 headline proudly proclaimed that Pike Place Fish Market in this city was sold to fish-throwing employees. Seattle. Correct. Your next Jeopardy category is Cook, the book. Person Garth Brooks wrote the foreword to her cookbook that offers easy comfort, food for friends and family. Who is Trisha Yearwood? You're right. Damn, zigzag. Mm-hmm. You are in the lead with $600. Steve and Becca are tied for second place with $400. Your fourth Jeopardy category is Stay Cool. A PSA from the 1980s uses penguins to tell kids, be cool, stay in the What is school? You're right. Your fifth category is the Champions League. Name the league this athlete was champion in. Mark Messier, 1994. What is hockey? No, <gasps> that's incorrect. The correct Baseball. response is, what is the NHL? Ah, the give us that one. I said hot. Yeah, that's true. The response is two words. The second adds letters to the end of the first. To prohibit and to engage in a witty back and forth. What is banter? Excellent. I didn't hear the question. <laughs> for our sixth clue, 
right You're now, running it. With 1,000. Then comes Steve with 800, followed by Becca with 400. I hope you're ready for another six clues. Double Jeopardy clues are worth $400 each. Our seventh Jeopardy category is Memoirs of Government and Politics. Ugh. David Dinkins wrote A Mayor's Life, governing the city's gorgeous mosaic. What is New York City? Good job. Nice. Your category is Miss Congeniality. Cranky Dinkins. Medea ultimately subdued a dragon so this man could retrieve the golden sea. Repeat the question. Remember, please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like who is or what is. Your eighth category is Miss Congeniality. Medea ultimately subdued a dragon so this man could retrieve the golden sea. It was Odysseus. No, the correct response was he is Jason. Jason, I'm in A conifer is any tree that bears a cone, like the baldness, which is native to the swamps of North America. What is pine? No. The correct response is what is cypress. Uh, That's it for our ninth clue. Right now, Steve is in the lead uh, of 1,600. In comes he is 1,400. Followed by Becca with 1,200. The tenth category is actors playing playwrights. In his 2007 film, Ramon Duris is this one named playwright who masquerades as a priest named Tartuffe. I didn't quite hear you. The clue is in the 2007 film, Ramon Duris is this one named playwright who masquerades as a priest named Tartuffe. Who is Shakespeare? Remember, please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases That's like another who one is or what Our next category is actors playing playwrights. In the 2007 film, Ramon Duris is this one named playwright who masquerades as a priest named Tartuffe. Who is Shakespeare? That's not oh, it. I'm in trouble. The correct response would be Moliere. Moliere. The category is time to go big. To celebrate its 50th anniversary, this game is played on a 323-square-foot surface with tiles big enough to be dining room tables. Repeat your question. Remember, please respond in the form of a Chess question, starting with phrases like who is or what is. Our 11th Jeopardy category is time to go big. To celebrate its 50th anniversary, this game was played on a 323-square-foot surface with tiles big enough to be dining room tables. What is Monopoly? Sorry. Oh, my God. Ooh. All right. It's time for Final Jeopardy. Your Final Jeopardy category is sometimes a little is enough. The response includes the word little. Steve is currently winning with 2,400. Becca is in second with mm. 1,600. And you are in third with 1,400. You can wager up to your current score of 1,400. How much would you like to wager? 1,400. You wagered $1,400. Is that right? Yes. A periodical considered the first widely read national kids magazine, or a nickname for Napoleon. Repeat the question. Remember, please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like who is or what is. A periodical considered the first widely read national kids magazine 
or a nickname for Napoleon. What is, I mean, little has to be in there, right? Yeah. the first widely read national kids magazine or a nickname for Napoleon. Is little general? No, I think we lose. I think we lost Rufus. That's not it. The correct response is, "What is the little corporal?" Ah. Too bad. I know you'll get it next time. Let's check out the standings. He came in first with two thousand six hundred dollars. He didn't get it either. second with one thousand eight hundred dollars. And he's third with zero dollars. Don't worry. You'll Who be the fuck would know that? Have clues from Thursday to play. Would you like to catch up on those clues? Yes. Now let's find your opponent. He's been matched against Donald and Jacqueline. Let's get started. All right, bitches. These clues are worth two hundred dollars uh. each. Your first category is an ancient wonder of the world. Filed is under the Nile. It's fair and square-ish. A bright idea for ships taking the river. Repeat the question. Remember, please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like "Who is" or "What is." Your first category is an ancient wonder of the world. Filed is under the Nile. It's fair and square-ish. A bright idea for ships taking the river. You need to respond in the form of a question, starting with who is or what is. You could also say repeat or I don't know. The first Jeopardy category is an ancient wonder of the world. File this under the Nile. It's fair and square-ish. A bright idea for ships taking the river. Some kind of metal? Sorry, we couldn't get that. I don't, I don't understand what you're saying. Our first Jeopardy category is an ancient wonder of the world. File this under the Nile. It's fair and square-ish. A bright idea for ships taking the river. What is the grand opera? No, that's incorrect. Kind of lighthouse? The correct response was, what is the lighthouse of Alexandria? Oh, my God. We're giving it to us. We got it. The Sheldon GT500 model of this Ford car will set you back at least $102,000. What is Mustang? Good job. Your third category is celebrity relatives. After the mix-up at the Oscars in 2017, Shirley McLean said she was concerned for this little brother, unprotected. Beat the question. Remember, please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like who is or what is. The third category is celebrity relatives. After the mix-up at the Oscars in 2017, Shirley McLean said she was concerned for this little brother. I'm protected. Was Don McLean? That's not it. Did he write a famous The song? correct response was who is Warren Beatty. Oh, my God. And you and Jacqueline are tied with $200. Donald is in third place with $0. Our next category is the letter after C. C is the first letter in the word being described. Tell us the second letter of the word. It's the letter after C in the name of a barrel-shaped drum of Cuban origin that's played with the hand. I didn't quite hear you. The clue is the letter after C in the name of a barrel-shaped drum of Cuban origin that's played with the hand. What is the djembe? You only need a letter. The correct response was what is O. Uh, The fifth Jeopardy category is the fourth to be received. The name of this force that resists the sliding of one object over another is from the Latin for to rub. 
What is friction? Excellent. Your next Jeopardy category is all ways. The Appian Way in this country is immortalized in poetry as the queen of long-distance roads. Repeat the question. Remember, please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like who is or what is. Your category is all ways. The Appian Way in this country is immortalized in poetry as the queen of long-distance roads. What is France? No. The correct response was, what is Italy? Italy, Tina. And you and Jacqueline are tied with $400. Donald is in third place with $200. It's time for the double jeopardy round. Double jeopardy clues are worth $400 each. Your next category is military men. In 1931, this general known as Black Jack published the two-volume memoir, My Experiences in the World War. I didn't quite hear you. The crew in 1931 was general known as Black Jack published the two-volume memoir, My Experiences in the World War. It was Rambo. No. The correct response was he was John Pershing. Today's eighth category is same first and last letter geography. The Polish Academy of Sciences is headquartered in this city. What is Warsaw? Yes, that's the category of women authors. Britannica says this author of kind of blended sci-fi, mysticism, and African-American spiritualism. I didn't quite hear you. The clue is Britannica says this author of kind of blended sci-fi, mysticism, and African-American spiritualism. Who is Oprah? No, that's incorrect. Katie Abba, non clues in, and Jacqueline is winning with 1,300. She did not know. You are in second place with 800, then you with 600. Your 10th Jeopardy category is ranks and titles. In 2020, Louis DeJoy became the 76th one of these in U.S. history. What is Postmaster General? Yes, that's correct. He's a piece of the shit. Category is Disney he was trying to help fix the election through Trump. Took a bunch of voting, a bunch of stuff for sorting mail out of. Thanks for playing. Uh, See you next time. A bunch of stuff for sorting mail out of circulation, right? And, and took unhooked it, so the mail would be super slow. Uh, Alexa, continue Jeopardy. That's how I know his name. Sorry, there was nothing. Trump put him in power. No political experience. Alexa. Play Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Welcome back to Jeopardy, players. You were in the middle of clues from earlier this week. Would you like to continue where you left off? Yes. The next category is Disney Movie Tagline. 1998, this time, The Princess Saves the Prince. I didn't quite hear you. The clue is 1998. This time, the princess saves the prince. What is Aladdin? Nope. The correct response is Mulan. Mulan, okay. We're hurting, dog. We're hurting. Yikes. You got five. 
I knew that O one too. Final like, your final Jeopardy category is plain and simple. The response includes the word plain or simple. The scores are Jacqueline with 2,000, mm. followed by you with 1,200, and Donald with 1,000. You can wager up to your current score of 1,200. How much would you like to wager? True daily double. Sorry, I didn't I can't believe they can get her to do okay, that. Okay, let's try again. How much would you wager? You know like what I mean? Wager? Yeah. 1200 You wagered $1,200. Is that right? Yes. All you need is sugar and water to make this bartender staple. What is simple syrup? Got it. Good job. Is what is simple syrup? You got it. Let's see the final scores. You came in first with $1,200. Jacqueline got seven. We won. You're a good wager. I've studied it. You know, you haven't played white clues. Would you like to catch up on those clues? Yes. Now, first of all, you've been matched against Stephen and Lisa. Let's get started. Going down, down, down. See Lisa going down. Your first Jeopardy category is landmark. Have you been taking the pot? Landmark is a gift for friends.
The letter T appears three times in the response. Cameron Diaz, Lucy Liu and Drew Barrymore returned as Charlie's Angels in the movie subtitled Clover. I didn't quite hear you. The crew is Cameron Diaz. Lucy Liu and Drew Barrymore returned as Charlie's Angels in the movie subtitled Clover. What is, what is throttle? Good job. Yes. That's the first Right now, Stephen is in the lead with 1,000. Mm-hmm. And Tommy with 600, followed by Lisa with 400. I hope you're ready for another six clues. Double Jeopardy clues are worth $400 each. Your next Jeopardy category is I Have an Idea. Self-invention of grocery store owner Sylvan Goldman and Fred Young took off after models were hired to push them and show how they work. It is shopping cart. Excellent. Today's eighth category is TV Party Tonight. On this series, Adam Scott and Jane Lynch work as caterers. What is Chef? I didn't quite hear you. The crew is on this series. Adam Scott and Jane Lynch work as caterers. What is Chef? That's not it. The correct response is what is party down. Never. Your next category is trash. A 1955 Dutch exhibit of Akira Yoshizawa's work inspired others to take up this art of paper folding with a Japanese name. What is origami? Correct. That's it for our nice food. Right now, Stephen is in the lead with 1,800. Then comes he with 1,400, followed by Lisa with 1,200. Today's 10th category is love. I'll catch him. This fifth novel in Ian Fleming's James Bond series was released during the Cold War. What is, what is Russia with love? Good job. Nice! Our nice! Now the capital of Turkey, this city changed hands many times in the past, with the Ottomans conquering it in the mid-14th century. What is Constantinople? I'm thinking. The I mean that, but what's the, what's the, what did it change its name to, though? Many times in the past, with the Ottomans conquering it in the mid-14th century. What is what Istanbul? Is Istanbul? No. no. Uh, if it's Constantinople, we're response, taking it. What is Ankara? Ankara. But it was Constantinople. That was what its name was. It's time for Final Jeopardy. Your Final Jeopardy category is all. The scores are Lisa with 2,000, followed by you with 1,800, and Stephen with 1,800. You can wager up to your current score of 1,800. How much would you like to wager? What is... Sorry, I didn't quite oh, get that. Okay, let's try again. She how much would you like to wager? What is 1,800? Or 1,800? Sorry, I didn't quite get that. Okay. Let's try again. How much would you like to wager? 1800 You wagered $1,800. Is that it's right? Bad yes. Also the title of a film about steelworkers who sit, a phrase that means everything is the fullest. What is, what is it? Monty. Monty. Nice. Yes, that's correct. The correct response is what is Monty. You got it. 
Let's check out the standings. It's you on top with $3,600. Institution second with $2,200. And Stephen has $1,800 for third place. Congrats. You're the winner. You can still play the clues from Tuesday. Would you like to catch up on those clues? Yes. Now, let's so find we won three out, three out of four. We'll so be playing against Joseph and Sean today. Good luck, players. Jeopardy clues are worth $200 each. Did we won three today? Our first Jeopardy category is a happy Valentine's Day. You don't keep when we win? This state joins the union as number 48. Well, it's Alaska. No, that's incorrect. The correct response was what is Arizona? Our category is Portrait of a Lady. This painted girl with a pearl earring has been called the Dutch Mona Lisa. I didn't quite hear you. The clue is this painted girl with a pearl earring has been called the Dutch Mona Lisa. Alexa. Continue Jeopardy. Just there is nothing for me to resume. I don't, I don't. Alexa, resume Jeopardy. No? I think. I think. Welcome back to Jeopardy. You were in the middle of clues from earlier this week. Would you like to continue where you left off? Yes. The second category is Portrait of a Lady. This painted girl with a pearl earring has been called the Dutch Mona Lisa. What is the girl girl with the the earring? No. (laughs) The correct response is who is Johannes Vermeer. Oh, oh, painting. I mean the painter. The fourth grade class at Monroe Elementary persuaded the governor of Utah to change the state tree to the Quakiness. I didn't quite hear you. What? The crew of a fourth grade class at Monroe Elementary persuaded the governor of Utah to change the state tree to the Quaking What is murder? Sorry. Break, the correct response was Aston. After three clues, Sean is in the lead with 400. Joseph is in second with 200. Oh, and we are third with zero. Our category is Come on, Get Hoppy. In song, this bouncy friend of Winnie the Pooh proudly proclaims his kind has bottom, made of spring. Who is the digger? Correct. Nice. The fifth Jeopardy category is anagram college subjects. Troy Igloo is an anagram of this major that examines how people interact, warm or cold. I didn't quite hear you. The clue is Corey Igloo is an anagram of this major that examines how people interact, warm or cold. What is psychology? Good job. Damn! TV show titles in Spanish. This show with George, Jane, Judy, and Elroy aired as Los Supersonicos. What are the Jetsons? Correct. That's it for our sixth clue. Right now, Sean is in the lead with 800. Then comes with 600, followed by Joseph with 400. Let's see what's in store. Correct. That's it for our sixth clue. Uh, right now, Sean is in the lead with 800. Then comes with 600, followed by Joseph <coughs> with 400. Let's see what's in store in Double Jeopardy. Double Jeopardy clues are worth $400 each. The seventh Jeopardy category is the Film Independent Spirit Award. Accepting that female leads the room, 
she said. As we know, independent films don't pay. It was Jodie Foster? Sorry. The correct response is she is Drew Larson. Your next category is ye old British money. You can still get one on your feet or wear one on your head, but at one time in the UK, it was the name of a coin. What is a crown? Good job. The ninth Jeopardy category is phrase connectors. Songs is a word that completes the first phrase before the blank and starts the one after it. Let your hair blank in the dump. Repeat. Again, the category yeah. is phrase connectors. Yeah, yeah. The response is a word that completes the first phrase before the blank and starts the one after it. Let your hair blank in the dump. What is down? Yes, that's it. After nine queens, you're in the lead with 1,400. Joseph is second with 1,200 and Sean is third with 800. Our 10th Jeopardy category is the river. There's enough water in some parts space needles. This river in Africa is the world's deepest. What is the Congo? Correct. Want to run. His election wins include one term as governor of Massachusetts, while his losses include a presidential race against Barack Obama. Who is... Oh. I didn't quite hear you. The Cruz's election wins include one term as governor of Massachusetts, while his losses include a presidential race against Barack Obama. Who is Dukakis? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was who is Mitt Romney. All right. I forget he ran for fucking yeah. yeah. It's time for Final Jeopardy. Your Final Jeopardy category is the ghost of Tom Jones. You are in the lead with 1,800. Joseph has 1,600. And Sean is third with 800. You can wager up to your current score of 1,800. How much would you like to wager? I didn't hear you. How much you wager? 1401 You wagered $1,401. Is that right? Yes. The ghost of Tom might be at the best seller, a gift shop in the childhood home of John Steinbeck in East California City. I didn't quite hear you. The clue is the ghost of Tom might be at the best seller. A gift shop in the childhood home of John Steinbeck in East California City. What is mm-hmm. Anaheim? Alexa, continue Jeopardy. Okay, here's Jeopardy. I'm going to say... Welcome back, players. And, you and Anaheim. Anaheim. Just pop it by. You like to continue where you left off. Yes. It's time for Final Jeopardy. Your Final Jeopardy category is the Ghost of Tom Jones. The scores are you with 1,800, followed by Joseph with 1,600, and Sean with 800. You can wager up to your current score of 1,800. How much would you like to wager? 1,401. 
He wagered $1,401. Is that right? Yes. Tom might be at the best seller, a gift shop in the childhood home of John Steinbeck in this California city. What is San Francisco? Probably wrong. Probably somewhere in Southern California. No. Mm-hmm. Correct response is what is believed. Mm. Good try, but your answer would be correct. Time to see how you did. It's Joseph on top with $1,600. Sean finishes second with $1,000, and you have $399 for third place. They didn't oh, bet well. anything. There's always next time. You haven't played Monday's clues yet. Would you like to catch up on those clues? Yes. Now, let's find your opponent. You'll be playing against Douglas and Arthur today. Good luck, players. Jeopardy clues are worth $200 each. Category is First Lady First. Speaking out of a dinner with Amelia Earhart, she became the first First Lady to fly in an airplane while First Lady. Who is Eleanor Roosevelt? Yes. Your second category is breath, Budapest, and Bucharest. Bucharest has two nicknames comparing it to the City of Light. But it's Paris. Yes, that's correct. Your next category is logos. The stars around the mountain in each movie studio's logo used to represent how many stars they had under contract. Paramount. Yes, yes. Correct. After two clues, you're in the lead with 600. Douglas is second with 400 and Arthur is third with zero. Your next Jeopardy category is Party On. For gender reveal, Party City sells confetti cannons in these two colors. Butter blue and pink. Yes, that's correct. How are you doing? TV catchphrases. As J.J. Evans, Jimmy Walker was known for saying Dine or Mike. On this sitcom, what is good times? The next category oh, is word history. This term for trying to make someone feel crazy comes from a 1944 film in which a husband uses the title object to deceive his wife. What is gaslighting? Yes, that's correct. I use, I it, use all it all the time. You're good at it. And you are in the lead with $1,000. No, really, you are. Douglas and Arthur are tied for second place with $400. All right, let's move on now to the Double Jeopardy round. Double Jeopardy clues are worth $400 each. Your next Jeopardy category is Lawyer Billboards. Name the real-life lawyer based on the fictional billboard we made for them. In the courtroom, this man from Yorba Linda will be your best friend, A. Call now and tell his wife, Pat, we thank you. Repeat. Again, the category is lawyer billboard. Name the real-life lawyer based on the fictional billboard we made for them. In the courtroom, this man from Yorba Linda will be your best friend, A. Call now and tell his wife, Pat, we thank you. I didn't quite hear you. The crew is in the courtroom. This man from Yorba Linda will be your best friend, A. Call now and tell his wife, Pat, we sent you. It was Paul Blake. Sorry. The correct response was who is Richard Nixon. The eighth step of the category is their end title. I was going to say Nixon because I knew his wife was Pat. The response starts with the letter N. This 1982 novel by John Jake started a trilogy during and after the American Civil War. 
Repeat the question. Remember, please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like who is or what is. Today's Ace Jeopardy category is their end title. The response starts with the letter N. This 1982 novel by John Jake started a trilogy set before, during and after the American Civil War. I didn't quite hear you. The clue is this 1982 novel by John Jake started a trilogy set before, during and after the American Civil War. What is Narantia? You're right. What? What? Dude, that is my cat's name. There's no way that was right. This 19th century father of genetics used a paintbrush to transfer pollen between his subjects. Who is Gregor Mendel? Good job. Dude, dude you're, you're owning it. You know that one from... $2,000. Douglas and Arthur are tied for second place with $800 in next Jeopardy category of airport names for people. The U.S. Navy's first flying was in World War II is the namesake for O'Hare Airport in the city. But it's Chicago. Chicago. Yes, that's it. Your 11th Jeopardy category is also a measurement. Also a measurement of volume. It's a part of a gun. Repeat. I didn't quite hear you. The oh, clue is I also a measurement of volume. It's a part of a gun. What is barrel? You're right. Zigzag. <laughs> Did we put down Z's for the one zigzag guy? No. no. You got them all. Your final Jeopardy category is Bob Dylan Lewis. The scores are you with 2,800, followed by Douglas with 1,200, and Arthur with 1,200. You can wager up to your current score of 2,800. How much would you like to wager? Zero. You wager zero dollars. Is that right? Yes. Johnny's in the basement. Mixing up the medicine. I'm on the pavement. Thinking about this. What is the government? You're right. The correct response is what is the government? Nice job. Time to see how you did. If you on top of $2,800, Arthur finishes second with $1,400. And Douglas has $1,400. Please congrats. You're the winner. When I'm not playing Jeopardy, I practice my trivia by matching my wishes. Woo! I might have to put this fire out a little bit. Woo-hoo! I'm a maniac, maniac on the floor. <laughs> well, you took yeah, it for a ride. Right. You carried, carried it. it. You carried, carried it. Exactly. I did on that one. I wouldn't say I carried it throughout. You fucking <laughs> carried that whole thing. You I am 11 out of 12, dude. That was all you. I don't think I even chimed in on one. I need you to do one thing, though. We need to, before we end the show, let's look up this John Jakes character and see what his books were about. Wasn't that the name of the the author she was talking about? John Jakes. Author. The Bastard, the, the Rebels, the Seekers, the Titans, the Warriors, the Lawless. Looks like he wrote a lot of political war books or something. John Jakes books in order. Oh, the name of one of his books is North and South. So when I said Narantia, they ah! took it North and South. But I'm gonna, we're counting it. They counted it, we're counting it. Fuck yeah, we are. All right. All right. What a night, Rufus. What a night we've had tonight, right? Good run. Good run. Another beautiful show.
with Zigzag and thank you again to our, our loyal listeners, our loyal solutions. Next time, you know what we're going to do? Why don't we open up the phones a little bit, see if we can't get someone to call us up and see what's up. I've never I checked. I'm never even watching the thing to see if someone calls. I, I, that's probably a mistake. Could be. Could be, but would we answer? That's the question. Would they be worthy of our show? We, we, the answer is yes, we'd answer, and no, they wouldn't be. <laughs> right. So we'll be more entertaining than ever. All right, Rufus. Well, this is Double Z saying, ow, ow, out! Rufus saying, ow, ow, out! All right, Rufus, until next time, and until next time, solutions, we'll check you in on the flip side. Later. Show over. Thanks for listening to Hypersoft Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus.